welcome to Is This Really For Kids, a podcast where I, your host, Thea Touchton, decide with a guest or by myself, was this piece of media really, like, you know, good for children without any discussion? The answer is usually, heck no. So we dive in and we have the discussions we probably should have been having with our parents, but uh, better late than never, right? So today we're going to talk about Spider-Man 3, and I have my Spider-Man guest. I guess that's just, I guess you have to come on for every I, Spider-Man. I, mean, I, think, it's, I think that's appropriate. <laughs> uh, Sebastian. What up? Oh, man. Bum, 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 Mr. Sandman, why are you so bad? Why did you come to Spider-Man 3? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, are you starting going through this? Like, is she gonna sing the whole song? Like, I'm not. Do you can you afford to sing the whole song? I mean, I don't know. If that's a public domain song. If I change the lyrics, to... if I change the lyrics parody. just enough, it's parody. okay, it's parody. It, that's where I get by. On I didn't. I didn't know where you were going with that. I was just I was, like, oh my god. I had to put it in there. I really should. I really should do a parody song of Spider-Man Three to Mr. Sam. It's why has that not been done? I can't believe. I, it. I, I imagine that. like. There's attempts on YouTube. I'm pretty sure you can find, but like, yeah, this movie. No, we oh. need like a whole three minute version of this. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna me. do the, the. Oh my god. It's fine. Well, I, I just. It, it, I feel like it's gonna be one of those songs where like it's parody. It's talking about and making fun of the movie, but then you just throw the whole plot into the song because the plot was the joke of the movie. Yeah, literally. Welcome to Spider-Man Three, you guys. Um, those sirens are so appropriate for this movie. Yeah, like, red alert! Red alert! It's like, don't watch! Don't watch! Don't watch! You can't. I mean, like. I feel like you should watch this movie if you've ever made a bad film and mm-hmm. you're feeling really sorry about yourself and you're like, why do all these mm-hmm. talented people succeed and I've done yeah. nothing? Watch Spider-Man 3 and humble thyself. Pretty right? much, yeah. Like, realize that you can do anything. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 was made, you can do anything. <laughs> anything is possible. Your dreams can come true. <laughs> like, I, I, I hate that I'm hating on this movie so much right now. but It, it could have been good. It should have been good. Like, it, it's it's one of those things that, you know, you and I were talking about earlier, where it was just like, you have all this amazing talent, and then it just gets wasted on a weak script. And I'm pretty sure there are people who are like, I know it's a weak script, it's like so speak up, even if, it, even if you, like... I don't think they had any say. I think at this point, this was, like, part of the studio monster creative of being, like, I think just, like, so many heads of departments in mm-hmm. one movie and everybody having a different nobody was on the same vision for yeah. this movie clearly mm-hmm. um and then that's that's what i assume obviously i haven't read all like the backstory and press on this because i just was like you know I- i'm just gonna stick to this review i don't really care about the history of this movie because i don't know if any history could justify <laughs> some of the choices that were mm-hmm. made like that's what it just seems like there were too many and I know this happens in movies sometimes. It's like there was the producer and the producer wanted this movie and the director wanted this movie and the studio itself wanted this movie and the writer wanted this movie, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, okay, instead of all figuring out something we can agree on, we're just going to take pieces of everything that you liked mm-hmm. and and make them into this like weird pizza <laughs> and enjoy. But it's mm-hmm. got like anchovies and like small beads. <laughs> like, oh, it's so weird. Uh, why's my cat it's so weird Marcy like never does that sorry guys she's like oh I can't wait to talk shit on Spider-Man 3 <laughs> I was born for this born for this <laughs> well I will say that the cool there is a cool opening sequence to this movie so mm-hmm. that's it then turn it off <laughs> <laughs> shut it immediately off and then this narration 
I guess they took my notes, even though I made these notes after the movie. Um, it's really happy and peppy, um, mm-hmm. his, his voice over here. Yeah. And their musical number, it's not that bad. We're talking the one in the, in the theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the reviews that she got for that. What did she get? <laughs> like, I think like they call like one well, not what the hell is Kirsten Dunst not yeah. not her I'm talking about you know Mary Jane in the movie. I'm pretty yeah. sure like I, it's later it happens later on. <laughs> like apparently she has a soft voice that no one passed the. Fr- I mean it was, it's oh, it's it's, yeah. it's a it's a crit- critique and everything, but it's like no one passed the front row was going to be here. It's like. Toby's just you know, like I could hear it. I could. Hear it. You were beautiful. And she's like you were in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so hard, so hard. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is really. I was very blessed. I've also been cursed because I have a very loud voice naturally. It's been yeah. hell editing podcasts. So when that stuff in theater, I've honestly had to learn how to be quiet. Um, oh really? Yeah, that's a really hard thing for me. Um, even like. It's very hard for me to whisper at some things. Like, I don't, my voice just is like, there's naturally like a little megaphone mm-hmm. in my vocal box and it's just, just on. So, but Jesus. I know I've had so many, I've seen so many peers struggle mm-hmm. with like having a bigger voice or just yeah. vocally. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is tough. You, and there is a lot of work and it's very, it's, I think a lot of voice skill is like, if you've, if you've had any sort of trauma, you've got to like relearn it. So mm-hmm. it would make sense their voice is soft because of her abusive dad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and to like be that big, you're going to have to like shrug off all of these like things that her abuser has probably taught her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then with that comes like an emotional shedding and it's, ooh, it's intense. And, it, and it's crazy. You were talking about like the abuse from her dad and stuff. Like it didn't really end like it continues like i I don't i don't remember really touching on it when we were talking about spider-man 2 but there's a bit where she's mary jane's going off on peter for having not gone to his player and everything she starts listing off like harry's seen it aunt may's seen it my mom's seen it my dad came to the back of you know came to the stage to get money but like but he you know he 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 was there there. and it's just like so this dude her dad's still fucking with her it's like like i don't it's like i'm here i don't care well, and that's the hardest thing, too, because especially when it's, like, I mean, I feel the same way with my mom, that they're, when you have, like, a parent like that, and it's mm-hmm. your parent, or even, like, my, my dad right now, like, both of my parents, both of them, unfortunately, I got, I got cursed. <laughs> I got, like, really shit luck in being born into the situation. I mean, it was, like, I was luckier than most, I gotta say that, but it is, like, this weird thing of, like, I know both of my parents aren't the best people ever. They're, mm-hmm. honestly, they are probably shit people, and, yeah. and it's, like, a hard thing to be, like, you know, I like there's part of me that's like I never want to talk to the man, and then there's a, there is that weird blood thing of like, fuck, it's family. That's my mom and dad, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, and there's this weird. <clears throat> I don't know how you can get out of that web. I don't know if we're only in that web because society places this big and also yet a weird focus on family because it's like I feel like I don't know. I still would say in society that family matters, like mm-hmm. that you want you want to have a family that that is almost like the goal that is like a normal you want like a mom and dad a sister and a brother at least Mm -hmm. and that's like the normal family and so i think because of the conditions of society when you're being abused for a person the smart thing and the thing most pivotal your survival is to be like i don't want to have anything to do with this right like i should just she should just cut off her dad Mm -hmm. but the hard thing is that because it is your family and there is the societal pressure to have a family you're like constantly trying to build that little lego set of a family right Mm -hmm. that isn't it's not happening 
But anyway, Peter loves her. Well, <laughs> well yeah, no, because like it, it kind of like that's that's kind of a big a, a big issue like it throughout the third of the movie, like him and Mary Jane, there is like a little bit of a cycle of abuse. It's like it, it's it's an unintentional abuse where you know in this movie, like the whole thing is Spider Man's finally getting the adoration that you know he deserves for everything he does for the city and all the people of New York and all this and that. It's going to his head. It's making him like it's making him kind of. I get. Which is so. It feels like it's he's overlooking Mary Jane. You know she's struggling with her career now, and you know she needs the support. But he's so focused on where he is now, as opposed to where he was in the last movie. And I guess it would make sense mm -hmm. for Spider Man to struggle with ego more if this Spider Man were younger. I don't know why. I don't buy somebody like Tobey Maguire ever having ego problems. (laughs) but maybe that's my own judgment Mm -hmm. (laughs) also so harry won't talk and he wants spider-man to do necromancy so this movie already off to a great start (laughs) oh it's so good i don't even think they ever i think they just leave that there i don't know if they ever come back to to come back to the necromancy oh yeah no no i mean he's not being he's not being serious obviously (laughs) i don't know i James Franco was. I don't think James Franco was never not serious. Well, well, I mean, okay. Well, there, I mean, there might actually be like a like a little one of those like fan theories to that because like mm-hmm. if, if you remember, I think it was in the last one. They're trying to think of a name for Doc Doc Ock. Yeah. And like they were either, his assistant was just Jameson's assistant just rattling off names. You know, he hit Doctor Strange like can't. It's already taken. So maybe. And, you know, this Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, maybe there's a Doctor Strange there who can probably do that. Wow. Ugh. Bring back the Green Goblin, his dad, that we really missed that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We really missed If he's dead, can he see his reflection? Does this become, like, vampire I don't, Goblin? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think this... But, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. What knows? happens when you bring somebody back from the dead? True. I know, right? I don't know. Like, why do vampires disappear? This makes sense. Um, isn't isn't the the thing like they have they don't have souls so they don't have reflections? Well, that would be if you if you were brought back as a like zombie for necromancy, would you have a soul still, or is it like a soul? Mm, another thing? That, I guess that's my question. That's, that, I guess that's sorry. This that, is nothing really to do with Spider Man. It's more of like a fantasy question, but I just I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm out here supposing. Um, <laughs> Also, then, what I get... Okay, we're talking about, like, the critics with Mary Jane, right? Mm-hmm. They say all these things about her soft voice. Why don't they talk about how she always breaks the fourth wall and looks at the motherfucking audience? She's done this so many times. You can take a shot every time she does this and get a light buzz throughout these series. Oh like, God. there is... Girl, you're not supposed to, unless it is, like, a Shakespeare show where you're supposed to dress. But she's, like... She'll be, like, talking in the middle and then, like, go look at Peter and the thing. And it's like, you, no, Mary Jane. Anyway, so then we meet... Who is going to be Mr. Sandman, who is this escaped con man, who I think, we don't even learn it here. Do we learn it here that he was Uncle Ben's killer? We learn it, like, later in no, the movie, No, I mean, right? you, you learn it later. Which is dumb. I feel like they should have just started out with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and because they, they go with this whole story that he was, like, military, right? And Or, like, he was doing, maybe it wasn't military, but he was, it looks very military the way they shot it, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. And then he's got, like, this daughter, <clears throat> and they're trying to evoke sympathy, but it's hard Mm-hmm. Because we don't really know why we have to be sympathetic, besides that he was just a con man, I guess. I mean, he he just you know the idea is like he's a thief who's who needed money to you know for a sick daughter. So okay, yeah, thank you. Um, and like, 
And then, do we find, I can't remember if we see, like, the way that he becomes the Sandman. Is, yeah. I remember it being kind of messed up. Yeah. Uh, it's like radioactive sand, it, it, right? No, it's so like, it's like, uh, it looked like one of those, like, particle accelerated things. So, it, you know, the idea is, like, these blades just kind of spinning to yeah. do a god knows what with sand but it, it, it spends taxpayer dollars going it's like it, like it, it you know it spun so fast that it broke him down to a molecular level and reconstituted him as sand i hate this but sure <laughs> i mean we're talking we're talking about a guy who got bitten by a radioactive spider i got superpowers that makes more sense. sense than like because listen you can't i don't know if you can make the human body sand like that is well, they it did would in this movie, bones, right? It would, but like the flesh, can you make flesh sand? I don't think so. I mean, he did. The idea is like it turned, it made him a shapeshifter with his. Well, not a shapeshifter in the sense that he can turn into other people. He, he could just, look like himself, like clay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I think magic sand. <laughs> no, it's like because like, um, Batman has a villain called Clayface, and he can shapeshift into anything, anyone, uh-huh. and that kind of thing. But I feel like. In, Sandman can just shift into the thing, but it has to be made out of sand. Like he's, like but it, yeah, yeah it's essentially. Like it looks like a fish, but it's a sand fish. Exactly, but he can't look like other people. He can yeah. only look like himself. Yeah. Anyway, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like it. This is not, this is like a great cartoon villain. This is not the villain that you bring out for a blockbuster mm-hmm. movie. It's not. Unless you're going to do like a bee campy summer beach mm-hmm. it's spider-man but we're gonna combine baywatch because we're just fucking doing whatever at sony at this point and we're gonna do sandman at the beach like of like spider-man and mary j's like hot summer right and mm-hmm. the sandman villain that makes sense right okay give me that b camp movie it's yeah. probably a tv movie but for this blockbuster sandman's not it's not the villain it's that's not the nah, guy you pick like I mean, which is which is annoying because i do like sandman in the comics but what, what what bugged me the most was like it, it was a complete waste of Thomas Hayden Church. It's like I love him. Like I think I think he's a he's a really good actor. They're like he he's doing sweet fuck all there. Mm-hmm. Like he's I mean he's still doing you know the he needs money for his kid thing. But it's like it it I it's, it's think such he a just, it's yeah. so weak for the third movie. Yeah. Like I he, mean I honestly didn't like his I think he says like everything in the same tone mm-hmm. and I don't know obviously that could be that might not be him that might be the fact that he was directed that way but it's very yeah he, it, I, I just all I can keep thinking is every time I say the same one is I don't like sand I'm Anakin oh no I don't like sand <laughs> Jesus it's like the same same energy to me and I'm like they're they're canon these two universes are the same <laughs> This is why Anakin doesn't like Sam because he is watched Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't watch. Jesus. And they're like, "Yeah, I understand, right?" They're like, "Say no more. We get you. We watch that movie too." Um, that's why he became evil. This, this Sandman is responsible for Darth Vader. I love this. Oh my god! <laughs> it's canon. I'm making it canon. Make it. <laughs> making it canon. It's nobody. Nobody can stop me. So, then I think Spider-Man is, like, planning on marrying MJ, right? He's dropping a marriage bomb. And poor Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave her a heart attack. Like, <laughs> the way he does is, it, like, it's Mary Jane. It's like, oh, fuck. It's like, I'm going to ask her to marry. It's like, you stupid mother. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, because I've, I've played pranks like that on, on my parents, and I get smacked every time I do that. What pro- like, like, the idea where, like, you want to tell it's really good news, but you, you try to sell it as, like, really something awful happened. 
And then, like, oh, you know, do they get all worried and everything? You're like, no, but it's good news. And, you know, they're relieved. And then you get smacked. That's terrible. But it's funny. Weird jokes. I mean, like, I think there's a time and a place for a good old prank. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's an emotional prank. That's like... I remember my mom did that to me. I was, like, auditioning for something, and I was, like, worried. I was like, I don't know. I have to cry, but it's so hard. I love performing. And then I was like, I don't know if I can be sad when I'm performing. And then my mom called me and was like, oh, your cat died. And I was like, what? And I was, like, going to go home because I was like... Well, there's no point. Like, I gotta be there. Like, for and she was like, "Oh, just kidding. I just wanted to make you cry." And I was like, well, "This was not helpful." Well, I mean, it was if you're supposed what? to be sad. I mean, it was, I guess, in that point. But like, fuck. Like, but it got, took me out of like the professional mode yeah. of like being able to focus. I was like, I was sad in a way that I was like gonna lose my mind. Like, not in the way that it's like you have to like be in control of losing your mind when you're, mm-hmm. like, acting sad and apart. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, there's always that, like, one thin string that's, like, taking you so that you can repeat the thing, right? Because if you completely lose control, you'll, like, just not be able to act. But mm-hmm. anyway, they do, I think Aunt May goes, she's like, oh, you got to put your wife before yourself. But I'm like, name one husband that fucking do that. So <laughs> come for me. But I don't... I don't see one. I, I, but I, but no, but I think that's like, that's, that's the lesson that, you know, she's trying to pass on to him. You know, it's that thing, like, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, whether you do it or you don't, it's on you. That's But like, but this is, this is the standard. Yeah. Well, why are you guys not doing it, man? What the hell? I'm mad. Uh, Not, not everyone has Aunt May. (laughs) Yeah, but you had Spider-Man. You had, you had. Okay. Yeah. But Spider-Man is not teaching you to be a great husband. It's teaching you great. With great power comes great responsibility, which means in that in, in that instance, if the city is in peril, but your wife is also, you know, kind of she needs to deal with something, you're gonna go for the city. With great power comes great responsibility. Well, I don't hire her a grief counselor. You know, <laughs> but, but, but I'm just saying, Spider Spider Man is not really a proponent of that. I get that it's tough, but I'm saying it is solvable. No, no, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I'm just saying Spider-Man's not the right poster boy for that. It's not, not Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man would have done it. He would have done anything for Emma Stone. I 100%. This Spider-Man, no. Uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I think, would too. Tom Holland's Spider-Man would like, forget and then be like in the middle of a fight be like, hey, can do you take my insurance? Like, you know, uh, yeah, my, my wife's going through some stuff. I just want to make sure she's going to be okay. Uh, so if you could, all right, hold on. Can I call you back at like, uh, let's say 4.30, right? And then you go fight him and then be like, okay, let me throw 4.35 and call back. I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm really late. Like, that's the Tom Holland Spider-Man. They do Garfield Spider-Man and be like, okay, I gotta hold on. I know this person's in peril, but I've gotta be there for every stuff, I mean, right? That's yeah, just, I, like, every Spider-Man is different. Because, I, honestly, I think, because I remember that scene at the end of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 where he's like, he hadn't been Spider-Man for a while. Like, he hadn't, he just hadn't. And it's just like, he looked like the kind of Spider-Man who, if something was so terrible, he's like, I can't do this again. He would, he would walk away. He's that Peter Parker. He's like, if I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that, that was just like, I, I really like that because I'd never seen that in Peter Parker before. Where, where it's like there, there is. I, I have a limit because I hate that guy. I'm like, I mean, it's good. It's probably good to have boundaries, but for mm-hmm. me, a person who feels like I'm not allowed to have boundaries and that boundaries make me weak, um, I'm like, no. But yeah, I mean, like, 
It's just, t- it's hard to me. It's like, but when you can do something about evil and you choose not to, it feels gross. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, the goblin is here again. <laughs> what the hell is that glider? It's a glorified <laughs> snowboard. It is. It's, the suit is kind of better though, I will say. It looks it's, a lot more like. It's pumpkin emo. It, uh, so, like, I remember, like, the idea of them, like, doing all of this stuff for the army and for the government and all that stuff. This suit looks like it would make sense for that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you could have used that in the first one. Give him, giving yeah. him a stupid, like, uh, like a more. I'm asking he can like express himself a in. Hot Wheels or like Lego set, right? Like the first one. Is like so I like, I like the glider, the suit. We mentioned yeah. it. We mentioned it before. It was, it's, it's a terrible fucking suit. That's rough. And it's like. <laughs> Barney Stinson would not have. Like it, it, it made me think about it because it's like I, I've seen, I've read the comics. I've seen the cartoons. You're telling me you can't make that suit. You can't make that mask. It's it's like, how? I don't understand. You guys can build fucking robots and, you know, do the, the, the cybernetic arms. Yeah. Like that scene in Terminator 2 where he's like proving that he's a robot. Terminator, oh, really? Okay. There's a scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger has to prove that he's a machine. So he cuts his skin and peels the skin no, off you. to, you know, show his, his yeah. skeleton. I played Fallout, so I got it. And, I, I understand but it's like, so that can be done, but you can't make a convincing Green Goblin mask where he can move and make up and all of that. This is what was George W. Bush president. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> Say it, no just, more. It's like, it just always bothered me. And then you, you get to Spider-Man 3 and you get a suit that would have made so much more sense. Yeah. For that character, you did, they're building it for the government. Yeah, that looks very tactical. Yeah. Even the board, as stupid as it is, makes more sense than that massive fucking glider. Because I'm pretty sure the enemy's going to see that massive fucking glider. Yeah. Um. So then him and Mary Jane break up, right? In this movie, did they break up again? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, well not, not not again. This is the, this is the first time they've been together. I guess. They yeah. Like sort of. Yeah, but like, no, you know I mean, like they they've walked away from yeah. each other and stuff. But officially, yes, it's this the first, first time they break up. up. Yeah. Um, and Spider Man has three villains in this. There's three of them. There's three. There's three. That's too too many, I think personally. I which is which it annoys the crap out of me because you watch Spider Man one and Spider Man two and they are two of the most iconic comic book movie villains of all time. Like they the like perform- started the trend. Like the performances yeah. were amazing, and then. You drop the ball on three of them in one shot. Fuck you guys. How? how like, how? I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I, I can only imagine what the set was like. Um, and then, so his friend, James Franco, is trying to kill him again, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Like, I love that it's, like, the way the fight is shot and the way the fight is done in that, that particular action sequence is fucking great because... It's not a goblin versus Spider-Man. It's Harry versus Peter. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it's one of the first fights where you see Peter out of the suit. Yeah. And it makes so much sense to, to do it that, that way because fight. Harry's no longer pissed at Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man doesn't exist anymore. It's only Peter. Peter, his best friend, his brother is what's been behind the has been the source of his pain the whole time. He doesn't want Spider-Man. He wants Peter. And I thought that was Oof. fucking yeah. awesome. It was pretty. That's pretty heavy. I also though kind of feel sad when Peter is like, "Oh no, did I kill my friend who was trying to kill me?" You know what I mean? Like like, like that. It's a hard one. It's a hard place to be. I could like I get Mm -hmm. either way, but I I think if like 
I mean, maybe I'm just, like, a terrible person, but if, like, if you, even though, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't feel sad if it was you, but if it was, like, one of my acquaintance friends, and they tried to, to kill me, and I killed back in self-defense, I probably would always, like, rationalize it mm-hmm. and be, like, well, I mean, I don't really think, to be honest, that I am capable of even killing in self-defense. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be, like, just do it. I've tried to do it since I was 13, and I've failed. Are, can you best me? Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, this is really dark. <laughs> It makes sense. This is supposed to be a dark movie. <laughs> yeah, like, you didn't go deep enough. <laughs> no, but like, you know, you're, you're kind of talking about like him worried about killing his best friend. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's such a great, and I feel like this is one of those red flags from like, this is not, not going to, this is not the Spider-Man that you wanted it to be. Yeah. It's like, you have this incredible fucking fight scene between these two friends. And then you end it by this dude running into web, <laughs> hitting his head and being knocked out. And even the good thing he's rich and has health insurance. No, and like even when he the the, the sound effect of him hitting the web is like boing, it's so fucking cartoony. It's like great fight, amazing personal fight, and boing. The sound folding people were like, and you're like, I don't know. And then you know he just hits hits the fucking metal tube thing with his head, hits the floor, and then he's in a hospital. Oh. And you're like, what? I know. And I will, it, it, it's a, I guess it's a way to like bench him for a while so it doesn't seem super crowded as they're introducing these other characters. It was already crowded. It's but, not too late. But, but, it was, yes. but it was like. They like gave him short term memory to, to like, I mm-hmm. guess. But it's weird because I, did we leave on the second movie that he was mad at Peter, right? I thought they kind of made up ish in the second movie, right? I, I, I think, honestly, like the way the, the way it was it kind of played out him not really knowing about Peter and everything. I think you said just before finding out, obviously. Okay, yeah. Um, so like he's it's just also very irritating to me that Franco's character would feel this way, Harry, because he's like, his dead father who he didn't even like, right? Like, it just feels weird. Like, I think in order to do this plotline right, in the first movie, it should have been established that, like, he may have been, like, embarrassed his dad, like, in a regular teenager, mm-hmm. you know, way, but he still should have, like, really wanted his respect and we like never saw that mm-hmm. from Harry we've only ever seen him kind of gripe with his dad then his dad dies and he's like oh I feel sad and must avenge it's like well I mean I guess they have like, like the goblin in the house that might be like mm-hmm. fucking with his mind but because it, it honestly it seemed it's it seemed to me like in in the first one that Norman cared about Harry like he, yeah. that's the way it was portrayed like yeah, there's a lot of Harry things Harry didn't care about him is what I he, took from yeah. it yeah mm-hmm which is then why like you should just play that they were like really close because obviously he doesn't have like his mom. No, but it could, so. but I, it could. All, I feel like it would also be like guilt, you know, where like this, you know, my dad wasn't an asshole. Mm. My dad was my dad, and even though I was a dick yeah. to him, he cared. But I don't think Franco played that. Yeah, at no, all. he did no. not play it that way at all. No, it, it felt it felt too over the top in Spider Man Two, and here it's so muted when he when he you know has this little amnesia thing. So it's like there's no there's no middle ground with that you know there's no I I'm still mad but I'm kind of rationalizing it for myself it's like or I rationalize it to my for to such a degree where I need to let myself get mad about it so I can be okay but he doesn't yeah nah dog it's, it's a no for me nah <laughs> like it, he, he just it, it feels so like happy go lucky it's like so. It not only knocked out your short-term memory and, you know, you're back to where you don't know that your best friend is Spider-Man. It knocked out how you felt about the whole thing yeah, to begin with. I don't... Because I think... 
like, and I think even especially if you lost your memory, you'd be like really confused and angry, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I that's how be. it normally goes because you're like you can't remember things and your brain fucking hurts. I'm because it's damaged because mm-hmm. it's literally it's a you know it's an organ. So when your organs hurt, you're mm-hmm. like, and it's the organ that controls everything. So you're feeling like crap. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it's like I feel like it's like trying to descramble a porn channel <laughs> in the old days where you're like it's it's like you can kind of see it. But you're not 100 percent sure. I can't relate, but sure. But like, I, I mean, it, it, it's what you're trying to do with your memory. You're trying, like, you're, yeah. you're fiddling with I'm the knobs and stuff, what and you're like, look like, exactly. I don't know if I forget, you can always just take off your shirt. Um, but anyway, so then uh, I don't know. The Sandman always makes me think of this like one. I was reading this old Hollywood book at the time. That's probably why I made this note. But it was like. There was this one set that they did in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the movie was. I'm a terrible note taker. Anyway, um, I can't remember the movie was, but all this, the sand was like radioactive and it like gave everybody cancer. And it was like, there were so many people because it was like a book about like people who died off of the sets of Hollywood, like mm-hmm. after a movie or because of the movie they made mm-hmm. or something relating to it. And it was like this one set, there were like at least 25 names of people who died in like this 1950 to 1970 period from being on the set of this movie because the sands of the desert were toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, is ter- like the Sandman ter- character is toxic. <laughs> this terrible, terrible CPI. He doesn't even look like sand. He looks like oatmeal. He looks like freaking oatmeal. He's oatmeal man. Oh, oh, Quaker Oats. (laughs) Please sponsor me. Um, But he sat, and then I also, I love that he's like, this giant sandman, he's carrying this little locket (laughs) with this girl, this little girl. I can't, I'm sorry, it's so stupid. It's so tough. So it was like, do people pull out the locket ever? How does the locket stay in the sandman? Like, I don't understand the physics. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's he's, he's still just, like, weak sand, so he can't pick it up. But the more he tries, he gets to it. And he he starts to remember who he is, what he is. His lifeless and... sand eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. I can't. I'm, like, I'm tr- I really tried, I promise. But I just can't. It's okay. can't do it. Oh, man. So... Then, yeah, Peter is kind of pissed that Mary Jane was mad about that review because he's like, I don't get paid to help people, right? He's being, which I, I like, kind of get. Because I also think there is there is this time of, like, it being an artist where it's like, you can't, you can't always gripe about, you gotta get, like, unselfish, right? And kind mm-hmm. of remove yourself and be like, okay, it's one bad review. It's like what one person said, I'll do better, I'll fix it, I'll take yeah. it. You have to, like, let it go. I understand that it hurts because we artist people are so sensitive, but it's also, like, just, you know. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let yeah. it go. Um, but the bad review thing, I feel like, is a plea of this movie because I feel like they knew that it sucks. So they're saying, look, look what happens when you give somebody a bad review, you guys. If you're going to bad review Spider-Man 3, we're going to feel really sad. So please don't do it. This is just, we had to put this in here because we know that this movie isn't good, mm-hmm. but it hurts our feelings if you say that. XOXO Sony. Jesus. <laughs> Oh. But I think it was like it's one of the things where it's like we were talking about his ego getting the better of him. Where he, you know she's talking talking about how this bad review is making her feel, and he flips it and talks about how when Spider Man gets bad reviews, you know he starts talking about how you know how he feels and how he. I fits. think he was just trying to do that dumb guy thing where it's like he's trying to fix it instead of just listening. Yes, that yeah. and also I think sometimes people, everybody's guilty of this, where you go and you're like. Oh, hey, like, you're trying to tell somebody you're not alone in this, right? Like, and and this is how I deal it instead of, like, sometimes somebody's, like, 
well, how can you know how I how you deal with it or what I'm really dealing with if you don't listen to me finishing my story? And some mm-hmm. people take a very long time to tell their story. And that's just like, and that's how long it takes, right, to mm-hmm. tell that story. Uh, and that's because like, it's usually the first, like, telling of it. They're still yeah. trying to figure it out. Uh, so then I think that's when, like, the fixing comes in because it's, like, human things. And I think we both need to stop and realize, oh, you know, Maybe we're both wrong. Maybe there is a better way instead of just getting mad, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, I think too, it's like sometimes you just need to say, hey, I don't think you're listening to me. Can I just have like five minutes to vent? Like sometimes you just need to ask for what you freaking want mm-hmm. and then just get it. Um, and then sometimes you just need to listen instead of trying to provide solutions, even though it's hard when you are a superhero, I'm sure. You always want to yeah. help everything. Uh, also, mm-hmm. so much distraction in superhero movies. I wonder how environmentalists can continue to support these. Because... <laughs> Imagine, like, the wood that they throw out, the amount of gas and fuel that these sets burn have to be ridiculous. Yeah, I, would, um, I imagine it's pretty. It's a pretty hefty bill. Yeah, for sure. So we've got the new guy taking photos from the 70s show. He's being, <laughs> Topher yeah, Grace. Topher Grace, baby. Eddie Brock. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, so not only is Peter's relationship over, he's also being replaced at work. Also, to me, Elizabeth Banks, not as a blonde, is weird, and it looks so fake. It's very weird to me. I don't know why. Yeah, that, just... that that fucking um, Edna Mode haircut that she's rocking in all of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so trippy. It's weird. It's it, weird. it doesn't make, yeah, no, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense for her. Then I wrote $50, but I don't know what I meant by that. <laughs> but I just wrote $50. $50, LOL. Maybe that's what any of you would make sense. I, I, I think... I think that I think has to be the photograph. Yeah, right? I think that's what it was yeah. referring to. I think I just like... Because I think that's where... Because he started... What's this guy's name? Jameson... J. Whatever, Jonah Jameson, yeah. J, yeah, I'm going to study over the name. Too many J's. I'm so terrible at pronouncing. <laughs> you just anyway, call him Jameson. Jameson. Mr. Jameson, dude. That works too. <laughs> Mr. Jameson, dude. Because um, uh, I think that's why he replaces Peter, because then he can play this new guy cheaply right because he's paying mm-hmm. peter more yeah well because Pe- well, Pe- i mean you. peter's been there a lot longer yeah. at this point so it made sense for him to be making more than the fu- than the new guy yeah and but, the new guy, he is unbearable oh he's just the ultimate ass kisser it's he, like and oh now he's being considered for the same job that peter's been con- yeah. it's uh also topher grace is not a good blonde it's like, you know, it's, weird. It's, it's weird i don't like it i don't know why they had to change his hair i guess because it's in the comics is he a blonde dude i mean i think it's it's I mean, I don't know if it's supposed to be blonde, but it looks kind of orangey, or maybe I'm thinking of the cartoon. But like, I don't know. What's but going like, on. so for me, in, in the comics and the cartoon, my biggest takeaway is like, Eddie Brock was a photographer, yes, but he was a guy who like he, he was pretty built, like he's he's a pretty big dude, like he's supposed to both he's supposed to be like a physical equal for Peter, both in and out of the suit. So like, it would make sense if you know, having not I'm not saying like he was, you know rock level is big but he was definitely you know he had some heft to him and then you look at Topher Grace and you're like where is that yeah I honestly thought they just cast him because he's like the same right like he's like mm-hmm. he looks almost exactly like Toby mm-hmm. McGuire right they're like the yeah. same kind of person and it was supposed to be kind of like his opposite there's like a newer newer guy like you know I, I honestly thought it wasn't about opposite it was about saying something like you're not unique right you mm-hmm. think you're so special as Spider-Man which is kind of incidentally kind of the way they did Venom I know that's not really how Venom is supposed to go but they kind of did it as like there could be a better Spider-Man than you right like you mm-hmm. here you are uh, Peter Parker thinking you're top shit but really there's somebody 
there's always a new guy coming in to replace mm-hmm. you, right? That was like the thing that they're trying to do, which yeah. I think is an interesting struggle. And honestly, out of the villains in this movie, I would have wanted the Venom story. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that is what this is. Because you've set up the whole thing with him having an ego, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, I don't understand. You could just cut the hairy bullshit. Um, I would have. I, yeah. like, I would have I saved that. And like, because we, really, we didn't really touch on it earlier, but like the scene where him and Mary Jane are, at, you know, after the play, they're on, they're in Central Park and they're on this like web canopy that he built, just staring up at the sky and just shooting star and then just boom, this little asteroid fucking thing lands in the dirt and it's like this ooze crawling out of the, of the rock Oof. and it just felt like very, it felt very underplayed. Like that's a really big moment. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, you know, like you're essentially introducing the thing that's going to be a catalyst for a lot of his change later on and it felt so it's clunky like it 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 should have been a bigger moment than it was for sure a lot of i think all the venom moments are downplayed honestly i think almost all the villain moments in this movie are downplayed Mm -hmm. uh so then (laughs) james franco was like i guess i'm gonna get a girlfriend after i'm in a memory inducing accident Mm -hmm. because priorities i don't this is like not the time I feel like <laughs> yeah. to be dating. I think this is the worst time. This is gonna be like, oh, uh, what was your name? I'm sorry. It's scream <laughs> bad. And you're like, no, no, no. I have a memory. Problem. I have a memory. <laughs> Way to recover, you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, out there, if you forget her name, just be like, I'm so sorry. I have a memory problem. My best friend is Peter Parker, and he <laughs> slammed my head into a metal bowl. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, Did we talk about Gwen Stacy's introduction yet? Hard, we just talked. About, no, hardly. Yeah. So yeah, because that, that, that it's it's also very I think poorly done. Like, well, so it, it, that's the scene before Eddie and Peter's interaction at the Daily Bugle, right? Because remember, I think yeah, so. it's very quick. Mm-hmm. So like, obviously, comically, as far as like the order of events in the comics, it's backwards. You know, it's Gwen Stacy first, and then Mary Jane. Yeah. And, like, you introduce Gwen Stacy at a time where he's already so serious with Mary Jane. You're not going to build to the ultimate moment of her character or what she symbolizes for Peter. Yeah. Obviously, it's very hard for me, too, because I've already watched... I I had already fallen in love with the Gwen Stacy of the Amazing Mm Spider-Man. So, I can't... I don't like this Gwen Stacy. Exactly. But, so, there's, like... Why introduce her? You you introduced her. Yeah, like, you introduced her... She was literally an object in this movie. She, she was not a person. Like she was there to introduce Eddie Brock. Yeah. That's what she was there for. And then she goes off. Thought she's there to give, you know, Spider-Man a key to the city later on, and then Peter takes her out on a date and it's like none of that makes sense for her. No. It's no, a complete waste of a character. She's no character in this. Mm-hmm. She's just like she's like blonde, right? That's like, it. She's honestly like what for me, what I would have preferred to see is like, okay, you don't use Gwen Stacy. Betty Brant, you know, Elizabeth Banks' character in the comics was also a love interest for, for Peter. Yeah. That could that could have been something. Because it would have given... Because yeah. A, a, that's a character that's already been established. There's already You already get a sense of, sec- of tension between her and Peter. She also has a character and, more so than this Gwen Stacy. Like, this Gwen and, Stacy was a blank slate. And, and, that, and, that, and that would have worked in the... Mm-hmm. In, made a lot I guess it would have made those moments a little more impactful because Eddie's introduction there works if you do if you do the whole thing at the Daily Bugle you get rid of all the Gwen Stacy stuff you can use her 
to introduce him. You can use him, introduce him like me flirting with her. Yeah. And then that kind of thing. And then Peter comes in. Maybe there's a twinge of jealousy because, you know, that's his, you know, his... His backup. Yeah, yeah. like his work girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Awful, though. Shame and, on you. And <laughs> like, and then, you know, you then you see them flame out. And you see... Betty at the event with Peter and maybe they share something. Mm-hmm. And then I mean I also don't think you need this for this movie. He could just no, be yeah, broken I'll, up. I no, think yeah. like forcing this love thing in this movie mm-hmm. that already has three the, villains yeah, is the so forced, dumb. The forced I love honestly triangle. feel like this should just be something that I feel like too kind of failed for me. This should be more of Peter's like self, right? Mm-hmm. And the replaceableness. And like maybe you can play with that like the bra character steals all of these like anytime he's getting close to the woman he's like intervened and blocked by this new guy mm-hmm. right and it's but it's not about him they like tried to make him a player thing and it's like to me that is not peter parker peter parker is like always gonna be bad with women that's like his thing that's what i think like endears that's why i have a crush in peter parker it's like mm-hmm. i don't want him to be a, the smooth dude this is weird for him i yeah. don't like it i want him to be stumbling and awkward because that's like it feels more honest, and it's also, like, to me, it means that, like, Peter Parker has such a respect for these women that he's, like, he's in awe of them, mm-hmm. right? And so he can't, it's, like, he wants to treat them as equals, right? But he's so careful and he's so nervous because he's so, like, enamored. Mm-hmm. That's, like, what makes Spider-Man compelling is that, like, awkwardness, which we lose in this movie completely. Um, yeah. But Tobey Maguire still looks like a turtle, so... Uh, and <laughs> At least there's that. There's that. And I get it. It is stressful. It's got to keep an eye on his friend uh, mm-hmm. and the Sandman dude he's powerful he's a very powerful dude Oatmeal man yeah <laughs> I, I will say there's just like that that little moment after his fir- first fight with the Sandman during that um, bank robbery he swings off and he sits on the on the corner of a building he takes his shoe off and there's just he's just a, a pile of sand falling mm-hmm. out of it and he's like where did these guys come from like <laughs> if I was him I wanted the same fucking thing. It's like I'm dealing with you know muggers and you know that yeah. that kind of thing, and then all of a sudden a dude fucking punching me with sand and bashing my head in with sand. It's like, where, why? <laughs> Honestly, yes, I, I totally understand. Then Harry writes Mary Jane a play, um, and I was just like, you know, hopefully oh. she doesn't fuck it up and look at the audience. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> And every time they do that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man thing, why is it so cringy in all of these movies? It never I mean, that's feels... the, I think that's the joke. Is because it, like the it, song is so... Is this, I don't ever feel like it was cringy in the cartoons. It like makes sense in the cartoon. I guess in the live action, it's just like... Ugh. But like they're still, obviously, they're still paying an homage to it, but they are pointing out the cartooniness of it. Like you said, it's good in the cartoons. Yes, because it's a theme song for a cartoon. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> a cartoon from the 60s and 70s, by the way. Those theme songs were so cheesy. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so much sand in New York City. You know what I mean? Which so means no sense. So much sand. No it sense. is weird. It is weird. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it has to be like, the Sandman villain has to be like, him and Mary Jane or him and Gwen Stacy went for like a summer vacation mm-hmm. on this island, right? Or is this weird, or like went to fucking New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're in Jersey Shore. This is what I want. I'm going bring it This is the movie you need to make. <laughs> this is it. Uh, I would sell. Uh, and then they're in this French restaurant and I always laugh because it's like, I've never been to a French restaurant where they just speak in French so much, but maybe mm-hmm. it's different in New York. I mean, I've had people with, like, French accents, but they don't, like, go up to the table and just, like, start speaking French because they know you're American and you yeah. probably don't know it. They, they like, will if you also speak French. If you, like, start talking in French, I know people will respond, mm-hmm. but 
was weird to me. And then Bruce Campbell also and Bruce Campbell again. He's the he's the the maitre d of the restaurant, the one he's talking to to try to set up the whole proposal thing for Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time we see him being supportive, playing a supportive role for Peters. Like in in the first one, he was that promoter who thought the human spiders sucked. Uh-huh. In the second one, he was the fucking the doorman who wouldn't let him into the fucking theater. That's so funny. And here he's a maitre d who likes him and wants to help him <laughs> propose. But this so dumb. I think this is the stupidest way. I think it was stupid when Ted Mosby tried to do it. Or, well, accidentally. It wasn't really his fault. But I think it was stupid. Because, okay, for me, you're taking a big risk with this ring, putting it at the bottom of the champagne bottle. First off, you're taking the risk that she's not going to swallow it. Second off, when she gets the ring off, it's going to be fucking sticky as hell on her finger. It's going to feel gross. It's going to be really weird. You probably already, like, ruined... I don't think you can put a jewel in like citrusy alcohol, right? Like that's not that's not I good don't for it. I think that's a good Why thing. Why are you doing it? It's the stupidest idea ever for a ring. I love how you just tore that cliche a new one. I know. Like, I'm oh so my over it. God. I would like if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, you need to fucking redo this, and I would walk out of the restaurant. I would be fucking pissed. I'd like, be like, I just, thank I've... you for wanting to marry me. That's all I want right now. But also, fuck you that you thought this was something I would like. It's like. I just like I just imagine anyone listening is like, well, that was my plan. <laughs> They're like crying. Uh, like I guess I gotta think of something else now. Don't do it. It's so dumb. I don't want to put a fucking ring that I. It's like, do you want to fucking fish things out of the bottom of your Coca Cola? Or when they put it, when they put them like in the dessert or in food and stuff, it's like, well, now it's. Uh, it's the, it's gonna be because what you're gonna the first thing she wants to do when you marry her is put the fucking ring on her finger so she feels what it is and she can look at it. She can bring can't want to bring cake close to my eye. That way I can bring my hand close to my eye. I want to feel sticky. All my hands to be all fucking gross and covered in chocolate. This is so dumb. Who thought of this? Wow. <laughs> I'm really heated. I'm really mad I, about it. I'm now I can tell. Oh my god. <gasps> And then Peter, he just not, he's not even ready. He's still practicing what you gotta say. I feel like, like get it right. You know what I mean? Just get it right. Just get it right. What is happening? Um, oh my goodness. And so he doesn't get to propose because there's all this like jealousy going on with the stupid Gwen Stacy bit. And it's just, it's this relationship drama is just for no reason. Mm-hmm. It just feels so out of place in this movie. And that's why my notes on it suck. And that's why I'm just like, I'm already done. I'm already, well, like, I will yeah. say, like, I remember Mary Jane's biggest thing was the way that they kissed yeah that was weird too and like so weird. Like, like i get the you know you're playing to the crowd you know you just give me one but like for him to forget that that was their kiss it was their first kiss you know upside down mask party down and rain and all that stuff and to see for her to see him do the it exact same be, thing with yeah. another girl i totally get why she's upset no, she i shouldn't Kissing a girl in general like mm-hmm. that is weird. And he, it was definitely one of those... And I don't know. Like, I've there's been very few situations where it was like... I think it was only, like, one situation where I was in high school and I was dating somebody and somebody came up to my door and then, like, kissed me when I opened the door. And there was, like, a moment of, like... I felt really bad because it was, like, cheating technically. But it also, like, wasn't really my fault. Yeah. Like, you would... I was taken by surprise. And I, like, kind of see that in being saved. But I also think, like, we were building up this ego thing. So, mm-hmm. like, maybe he yeah. just, you know, took it. And, and even so... I mean, the just... guy was getting the key to the city. His, I pretty imagine his ego is getting rubbed pretty well. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I hate it. Anyway, 
So then, now this is when they revealed that the Sandman was the same guy who killed Uncle Ben. He was that con, even though I don't even think he looks like the guy that... <laughs> Which was close. honestly such a stupid reason to try to keep him in the movie. Yeah. I was like, I feel like when you're you know when you're writing this, you're like, okay, what, what's cast your ultimate... Cast an actor, th- or at least cast somebody who looks like that yeah, actor, and like, I'm not, like, not even, like, not even just that. It's like, you know, okay, this character's in this movie. Why? Uh, maybe he was the partner of the guy who killed Uncle Uncle Ben. Maybe he was the one who shot him. Okay, but, but what? Yeah, it's like you. you the, well, also, I, maybe I feel like this that can... is the second movie then because it's already we've already had so much time between Uncle Ben's death that mm-hmm. it seems weird to like come back and yeah, talk exactly. about it, right? Like he's like he, he, Peter's already almost like ninety five percent healed on mm-hmm. this, right? And, and it like, was just, and it's just like. I'm still of the why because yeah. I feel like My it, it, it undermines. Like, I don't know if you can rewrite history like that, mm-hmm. but okay. Like, it, okay. I feel like it undermines what Peter went through in the first one, where like when you know when he caught him and he almost killed this guy. It's like this guy was the getaway driver. He's not the one who pulled the trigger. Okay, yeah. You know that kind of thing, and, and I feel like it, if anything, that might be. I'm pretty sure I'm giving this a lot more credit than it needs, but I feel like it might be one of like those underlying reasons as to why he's so intense about getting this guy in that moment because it's like a the wrong guy i almost got you know i almost killed the i think he does yeah he dies the i was responsible for the death of the wrong person mm-hmm. the right person was already put away i didn't have to do this yeah i didn't have to go down this road mm-hmm. i like his entire spider-man existence i feel like got put into question because it's like after everything, it was the wrong guy. Yeah. It was the wrong guy. And it was like, now now the right guy's out there. And it's just, I feel like that's what he's like projecting as far as, aside yeah. from. You but know, this is also, there's too many things going on in this movie. There's mm-hmm. way too much for yeah. that. And that's like, so it's so poorly done. And I don't feel like we get that moment of Peter like mm-hmm. snapping essentially and like kind of having a break with Cause, reality. Because like, cause like he, he's there in, in, the, in the commissioner's, the police captain's office. And all he does is he grabs, he flings the paper, the pictures of, of Flint Marco, and that's it. And you're like, it's a really big moment. It feels like, again, it's like I, I, knowing what's coming next, I get why that scene was done that way. Where he's, you know, he's angry because you know he has that little bit of a falling out with Mary Jane in the next scene, and then the suit, the the goo, the symbiote, it just it it finally decides to make itself known. Yeah. Also, Mary Jane says this whole thing about, like, oh, Peter, don't be a murderer. Even though, like, I feel like he's already kind of been one. At least the science, like, it's a See, great so, area. So, like, it's, it's, it's funny that you were mentioned, because, like, one of the things I, that I've I noticed, <laughs> you know, early comic book movies, you know, you don't really need a reason for the villains to stay around anymore. You know, it's one and done kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, in Burton's Batman, Joker dies. You know, it's not Batman's fault or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you let him die. Or even so beating people up heavily. Like, that's why, to me, the Watchmen series is very interesting. Because it mm-hmm. is this whole thing of, like, well, in our crime thing, like, you can't just go put on a suit and, like, beat up bad people. You're still beating up. You're still part of the crime. And, like, it's mm-hmm. like, it calls up the so, like, vigilante culture of superheroes, which is very interesting to me that it's, like... The, the morals on this are weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, technically you're, like, 
you know, you're getting these people busted, but you're also, like, beating the fucking crap out of them. Yep. And it's, yeah, it's insane. Um, but the Sandman has nightmares, so. The Sandman has nightmares. For Sandman, I am so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was watching that scene for the first time, I was so blown away because it was, I was finally going to get a black black suit Spider-Man. He's mm-hmm. my, my, it's my favorite Spider-Man it's cool arc. It's, it's yeah. so it's so good, and even like the scene, it's iconic of the of the comic books. It was done the same way. You know, he's in bed and it's climbing him and it's engulfing him mm-hmm. you know, while he's asleep. It's like a parasite. It's freaking creepy. It, it is. Yeah. And then like you know, it cuts to him. He's outside, hanging from a building, staring at himself, and that's where I got really pissed off. Because it's not black suit Spider-Man. It's his suit. It's the same suit. Symbol's a little bit different, and it's black. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. how the fuck? <laughs> he should have gotten a new suit. It should have... It should have been, like, green, right? Or, like, some sort of, like, alien... Well, like, because like well, yeah. in the suit, in, in the comics, the suit's black. Like, it's black, and his spider symbols changed, and it's white. And it looks so badass. And, like, I'm, I feel like I went into this movie really wanting to see that. Not seeing it. Felt very disappointed. Yeah. And, 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 and that's on oh, me. And it's so hard because it is, though... But this storyline is disappointing because it's so, like, tucked under the rug. And it's way more interesting. Like, they focus so much on the Sandman mm-hmm. and less on Venom when it's like, Venom is the more interesting fucking villain. Like, yep. why did you... Why did, was there a toss-up between the two? There Clearly, there's... Mm-hmm. You only need Venom. for And yeah. Venom is a movie... Like, you have to have him by himself because it is this, like, is Spider-Man the enemy of itself? And there's so much to play of, like, this was bad Spider-Man, but it looks like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So it's the same dude, right? And the confusion of the crowd and this, like... And this, like, light versus dark side this whole thing and the like the fact that this guy too is like not a bad guy but can't unbond from this parasite like mm-hmm. there's so much in the venom storyline mm-hmm. that to just toss it as like a fucking b plot it doesn't yeah, it work was, it, was it doesn't wasted. work it wasted um also he ends up smashing his camera as venom but he has a backup so it's <laughs> i love that so cool <laughs> it's just so random like yeah. he he's just taking pictures he webs it away he's like see it chump and we're like See a chump? <laughs> fucking error are you from, dude? It's 2007. See a chump. New York. I like to imagine that in New York, present day, 2021, people still go in the middle see. thing and they're like, see a chump. <laughs> it doesn't work for LA because we're not like that, but in New York, I imagine that everybody just goes to the chumps. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's just, I think that's just East Coast culture. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so then water doesn't help get rid of the Sandman, just so, in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> I don't you don't care. I don't care either. It's just like help. the way he just kind of muds away. Yeah, that was Mudman. <laughs> and just drowns while wrecking the city. And, it's and just like just so... like the follow-up of that scene, Peter coming out of the sewer, you know, dressing up as Peter again, trying to putting away. Yeah. And like he stops in front of a mirror. Oh, his emo hair. He's like, he stops and he stares like, still, I love it because it's proof that in, there's a moment where he was like, this is probably a bad idea. And then he ignores it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, for a split second, he knew, like the rest of us, that was a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. And then he's mean to the rent guy. Mm-hmm. It's rude. Very rude. And it's, he's just, also, Tobu Bukhari does not, and maybe it's direction, maybe it's direction, but he's not good at this. He's not. I, I will say, what I like, it was a funny, it was a nice moment because, like, his landlord was like, he... It's a good boy. So, like, he instantly knew 
that there was something wrong with him. Yeah. And I was like, this is a guy who's, who all he does is berate you for money, but he seems to care. Yeah. Like, you you came, like, you've never acted like that. You've never talked to me like that. You've never been disrespectful. You've always been a good guy. You must be so some, a bad day. So something's yeah. just really wrong. Yeah. And I love that. And I was like, that is, yeah. I did not expect that from that dude. Yeah, right? That's good for him. I just think that Toby Ware, like, or the acting of him being mean feels... It feels played so comically instead of like mm-hmm. real. Like yeah. it feels feels so surface, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't I don't know why. I mean, I really haven't ever seen Tobey Maguire play angry. Really, he's mm-hmm. always kind of a passive. Like, the only the, other thing I could think of him is like Nick from Great Gatsby. Right? No, there, there's yeah. a scene in um, what was the movie called Brothers? I think it was him, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Natalie Portman. Um, I, I, I only I only know it because my sister watched the movie. Watched that scene in a. I think it was a Watch Mojo video or something, and she said she she saw the scene because she was curious, and it was a really intense scene, like Toby finding out that his brother was having an affair with his wife while they thought, because they thought he was dead in Iraq or whatever or something, and he comes back and his daughter's the one who tells him, so he's like losing his mind in the mm-hmm. kitchen, smashing everything, and you're just like I feel that. So he can play yeah. so angry. He, he can play broken. Maybe he learned. Yeah, maybe he didn't know. It's probably it was probably I, later if, in the career, yeah, right? Yeah, because I think this, yeah. I think I want to say Brothers came out in two thousand nine. I'm not one hundred percent sure, but it was yeah. definitely after Spider Man. He was still 3. probably relatively new. Like I think pretty much at this point, all he really done were these Spider Mans. Like no, he did a few things beforehand. Like did he, he did he did the movie um, Pleasantville with okay. um, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, but he might not have had a lot of chances to be the angry guy right yeah, yeah like, probably yeah. yeah not i mean uh, he's kind of that, that, that movie is a whole a whole other thing i guess oh, it's such a trip watch it but anyway it's good to see harry back um but he's cooking and dancing very date like oh yeah um uh-oh spaghetti oh <laughs> and he messed up the cooking and then Mary Jane is like reading his play and she touches her head all of this is cute but we don't need it so yeah very very dumb um but then like the goblin comes out and mm-hmm. right like triggers his like inner goblin the mm-hmm. goblin is a penis metaphor at this point um, i guess but just bro, like, they just gotta get out of that house and, and, and then, like, they, the they, costumes, and then, like they bring they brought willem defoe back for that and i was just like yeah it makes sense that he's the one who's gonna you know bring him out of it and then showing up in with mary jane just hovering there it's like you were just in love with her. I, does, is that how memory reset works? Is yeah, this like... <laughs> I don't even know, man. It's, yeah, it was like all the blood rushed to his dick and it somehow healed his brain. It had sexual healing and he remembered stuff. Marvin so. Gaye would be so proud. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't think that's how... I mean, I do know that like... I do think that that's like why rape is such a terrible thing to do because there is a lot of memory tied into sex for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like that is why there is a bond. So I could see that like potentially like helping, you know, somebody with brain recovery issue, like brain damage issues. But I don't, I don't know. It doesn't need to be in this movie. Anyway, um, so then he's, you know, Peter Parker doesn't know if he should do Gwen Stacy because he likes blondes. Everybody's fucking blonde, apparently. Yeah, know? like he's he starts to start, start feeling better about everything, and then uh, MJ, you know, dumps him, mm-hmm. and th- that was the catalyst for him to embrace emo Peter. Yeah, <laughs> he real. got heartbroken. For real, I just wouldn't date if I was a superhero. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a lot. But I, but I do think Mary Jane was right that. 
she, Peter does not work out problems. He like does bounce half of the time because like, mm-hmm. he, he did it all in the second movie. And like I understand that would be like enough for me to be like, if you're not perfect after that, like fuck you. And like yeah. I understand that you had like a hard battle, but you also like some communication would have been nice. at least attempt a shitty lie, mm-hmm. right? Like at least attempt and be like, you know, I would understand. Um, yeah. Oh man. And that's my thing too. Peter can't afford rent, but he buys a fucking ring for Mary Jane. To well, get no, the, no, no, no. That's the, that's the ring that Aunt May gave him. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Still, still, like he's struggling with rent, and he's gonna bring in a wife. I don't know. It doesn't seem very smart. It's not very no. financially stable. Are we? Yeah. Uh, Sprango stealing his girl again. It's that's the thing too. Is like this plot line that we're doing with the whole Mary Jane and Peter. Like we already, I feel like, did this. We already mm-hmm. did this in the first one. We already did this kind of the yeah. second one. I had, like we've already done this. And we don't need it. Um, like honestly, my 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 ideal Spider-Man is you get rid of the Harry storyline, you get rid of the Sandman storyline, you keep the Peter Parker Mary Jane storyline, and you throw Venom in there. Yeah. Every if you take you clean it up like that, every every movie. action makes sense. You know he's dealing with an ego. You know it's affecting his relationship. His relationship needs to be a big focus in this movie because. Okay, like you've spent two movies building up will they, won't they because of his secret. Now they're together. Now they have to deal with that secret. Yeah. And then if you throw in a character who's supposed to be his polar opposite, his better, it's going to force them to re-examine every aspect of his life. Not just his relationship, but being Spider-Man too. Can he really be Spider-Man with something? Can he be the guy to take out him essentially? Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. So Mm -hmm. I also love that. James Franco is like trying to stab. So he's like stolen his yeah. girl. He's trying to kill him. Actual murder, James Franco. Um, and then they blow up the house with like no regrets. Right? Mm-hmm. They just like blow that. So much pointless action in here too, which sucks because it felt like mm-hmm. felt like we finally found a good ground for action scenes mm-hmm. in the second one, and then we were just like, "Well, that worked," and we're never doing any of that again. And it it it, it bugged me because like you have. It's, again, it's another Peter versus Harry fight, you know? And I feel like it was such a wasted opportunity to give that suit more screen time. Because, like, half of the fucking build for the movie and half of the fucking sell, even the posters, it's it's him and, his, and him in the black suit and him in his regular suit hanging on the side of a building kind of just staring at each other. So like you're selling the shit out of this suit. This suit's barely in the fucking movie. Yeah, because Venom's barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. Venom is like I think you could probably there's probably less than ten minutes. And right? I would have I would have preferred to have seen him. Why is there thirty minutes of the Sandman and ten minutes of it? I don't understand. I don't know how how anybody agrees to that. But I don't. Yeah. But again, that's I feel like that's why they had to do the the whole. It was him behind Uncle Ben. It's the, only way you give him any kind of importance, you any kind of weight. You still don't care. I still don't think you care enough because Venom is so much cooler. No, I, complete, it's, I it's completely so, agree. Yeah, they, I don't know what they were thinking. I'm just like, it doesn't feel like they knew their audience at all. Um, I do feel a little bit sad for Peter Parker though because he had to. I honestly feel really bad yeah. for Sam Raimi because like I, I, he, he's proved, he proved to that point that he can do a good Spider-Man movie. And I, I don't know what it was. If it was just fan service or studio interference. I think interference it had just... to be studio interference. I think from the little stuff that I've read that there was a mm-hmm. lot of studio interference. But it's very weird that to me, like, 
studio, half of your administrative job is filling out paperwork and marketing and getting to know your audience. How would on earth would you think that your audience wants mm-hmm. salmon? Was that or does that did you just pull a bunch of fucking weird ass Spider Man mm-hmm. fans? Like I don't what? Look, I don't I can't imagine any Spider Man fan being like, I don't want to see Venom that much. Yeah. Or I don't understand at all. Um but I do feel bad for Peter Parker because he has to print a retraction in the newspaper about the wedding. So that is rough. Yeah. I do kind of feel a bit sad, even though he's being very weird. The, the finger guns and the like emo sequence. <laughs> what is happening? And he's like the whole, dancing. The whole dance sequence. And because he's like in this world, assholes succeed, I guess. And it's And he's just It's go and he says, You're looking fine, babe. Like who <laughs> What is happening? I don't even understand. He becomes he becomes douchebag number one. But it's not like, even. It's a not even a good. It's not even. It's, good not, it's like nerd douchebag, mm-hmm. and I don't even. It's what I imagine nerds who have like a million subscribers on YouTube walk around like, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like, I don't understand. Anyway, uh, he's now going with Gwen Stacy who's not as hot as Mary Jane in this movie to show off mm-hmm. which is I don't know uh, I feel like that's another casting thing is like I think you should make them of equal right I, I like, don't I didn't I didn't like Bryce Dallas Howard I don't I have a really hard time with Bryce Dallas Howard as any, and I like want to like her the only time I've ever really liked her is in a Black Mirror episode which mm-hmm. is the like social media one yeah. and everything else I've never I don't know why I want to mm-hmm. like she seems likable enough but she doesn't I, I liked her in Rocket Man. I okay. thought she was really I'll have good to at watch Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. Yeah. Okay. You never you haven't seen Rocket Man? I know, right? I'm fucking living. Um, <laughs> <laughs> living wrong. But it's really messed up that Peter does this this weird Gwen Stacy thing. Mm-hmm. Like and, and this in itself was like I don't, one, it just doesn't feel like Spider-Man to me. I guess it makes sense for Venom, but it still feels like a weird Venom thing to even do with the romance. Well, I mean, but... the idea is that it's affecting his his personality. And like yeah. so I think in that case it's not really the romance, it's I'm going to hurt Mary Jane. Yeah. Because it's really messed up what yeah. he's doing. It's really, really messed up. Um, and then I love this because it's like, it's not men's fault the way that they are, the way they act like this. It's parasites. Every man is this parasite. Venom. And that's why they're like playing women together. You know, it's, it's, funny, it's funny you say that because like there's an episode of South Park where um, they're talking about sex addiction and they convince Kyle and Butters that they are sex addicts because they're looking at a picture of, of a naked woman. No, the, it's, yeah, they look at a picture of a naked woman and Butters is obsessed with a bush. <laughs> Not a bush. President Bush? No, bush. Oh. <laughs> bush, oh. <laughs> and, bush. and it's it's this whole this whole storyline and it, like at, at the end of it, they, they kill an alien who's been possessing the people with sex addict, sex addiction. And you see, like, I think it's uh, a bunch of, like, celebrities, Charlie Sheen, David Letterman, and a bunch of other people. And they're just like, oh, they're swinging around. Like, oh, I feel the sex addiction leaving my body. <laughs> and it's just like... True. I honestly, I think that's the way it is. I really do. I don't know how to fix it, but whatever. So also... Had to kill the alien that's giving everyone sex addiction. Yeah, it's, it's a real problem out here. Uh, Oh my god! Oh, I I feel done. <laughs> but anyway. so like after you know he does that, he smacks her on the ground, and then it leads to it. It leads to a scene that's like it's so iconic in the comics and in the cartoons of like him in a church, and these bells hurting the suit, and him like ripping the suit off, oh. and Eddie Brock being there and learning who he is, and then being covered in the suit and becoming Venom. It's just like. That was cool for, for me. Yeah. Like, I, I never thought that I was going to see that on screen. Because I remember 
I don't know if you ever watched the uh, Spider-Man the Animated Series, like from the early A nineties. Bit, yeah. I grew up idolizing that show. I like watching it so freaking much that any anytime the Venom episodes came on, I don't give a shit what I was doing. I was planning my ass on that couch, <laughs> and I was not moving until they were done. Like even yeah. even when Venom they is on. weirdly so hot to me. I don't know if it's because he's also an alien. I don't know what it is about <laughs> the Venom thing. Like there's just something like there is like a magnetism. At least what I like pictured in my imagination. And this movie is like it's not Man. it doesn't work, but. Uh, I do think he does when Topher Grace becomes Venom Topher Grace was not hot and then when he is Venom he becomes hot to me all of a sudden uh, it's very weird he looks other stuff. awful That's... he does he doesn't look great uh, but he looks better than he did without the suit he, I will I'll, say I'll give you that one I will say but before the whole Venom thing I still just want to talk about how Peter Parker now can play piano and uh, like right we got yeah, I'm sorry we just have to touch on this and then there's like this ass shot in the jazz club which is just like like it's just like fucking crazy which i always feel very weird about with uh-huh. cameras like i'm like man what a weird i'm like one day also aspire to have my ass be an ass shot but also at the same time you're like this is weird that this was like part of a hollywood thing and like we could be constituted like you wouldn't say that spider-man 3 is a porno but you can have a visual ass shot and like the making of that is that is pornography to film an ass mm-hmm. shot right even if it's clothed ass to film a shot where it's mm-hmm. framed nice and there's booty that is like that there's booty <laughs> there's booty it's pornography, whatever, man. But yeah, um, yeah, and, and it's so weird of like the whole thing of like, oh yeah, women are magnetized to men who treat them like shit. But I also think that that is like, I've been noticing that. Wow, it is like weirdly true, and I think mm-hmm. it's just because of the culture mm-hmm. things. But um, Gwen Stacy was super smart and kind of was all on to Peter's plan. So that was his first mistake. He shouldn't have. Uh, Shouldn't have messed with the smart, right? You no. always go for the dumb bitch as your as your rebound, Peter. It's so true. Uh, but I believe women are dumb. Women are great. Um, and also, when he knocks Mary Jane, that's also a huge thing in the turning point of the relation because that's what her dad does, and he knows that. Yep. And like, so to do the thing that she is the most hurt about to hurt her that way is, oof, it's rough. Yeah. And I love that line. Like, who are you? I don't even know. <laughs> so good. Um, but I love that after he can't invent him himself, but then he goes and like takes a shower. I guess to get it. It's just like so, this movie is so, I, it feels like I'm just like literally spinning a wheel mm-hmm. and talking about something. You mean like, spinning a sense. web? Yeah. Oh, ew. A web is too good for this movie. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the Sandman and Venom team up and they fake a photograph. Is. Okay. It's like. <laughs> I don't understand this pairing. It makes no sense. It doesn't. It's. I don't even know what to say. It's so. There's no explanation. It's. It's just why. It also is though. It is a little bit on Peter because it's terrible when people throw their alien trash in the street, right? Like you should have properly disposed of that. This is a little bit on you. This is a little bit mm-hmm. on him. And then Harry finally comes around to accepting that he's like, "Oh, my dad killed himself. His butler would have tapped him." Domestic fucking three films to get. But how <laughs> did he, how did the butler know that it was his dad who killed himself? It's like I think they just assume that all butlers are like Alfred from he, 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 Like even if they don't know that he knows everything, he knows everything. It's like 
I don't think it's on. Oh my goodness. Okay, but the alien sound that comes, it's like literally fucking, it oh, is scary. Oh, like that, that, that great is, growl that they... No, it's oh, scary. I don't like it. I hate it. It's really scary. It's not, for me, it's like, it's not even that it's scary. It's just like, Venom talks with the mask on. You don't have to keep taking that shit off of his face. Yeah, I don't... It's like, we don't need, we've seen enough of Topher Grace in the movie. Put the fucking mask on. <laughs> Cover that baby up. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about when's Donna gonna show up? <laughs> Where's Gelso? Uh, oh my goodness! And then people are very confused because they're like, "What? Spider-Man's battling himself?" And I feel like New Yorkers—they're supposed to be smart. You're supposed to be like, I, "I'm I'm too ugly for LA, too dumb for New York." Right? That's how the saying goes. And it's like, and they're like, "Huh? Battling himself?" I was like, I don't believe anybody in New York. I feel like they're like. Uh, yeah, I went to NYU so I can completely analyze the situation. I just want to say that what is happening here seems to be a symbiotic alien attacking present-day Spider-Man. Well, do I know who it will win? It will. It would have to depend. I'd have to run some physics tests, right? But I'll be right back to the lab. Like that's New York to me. But where are you pulling that NYU student from? I was <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's them, baby. That's I've worked with some of them. So. But like, can we, there's a shot before you know he reaches the um, at this on the scaffolding and everything. He lands into the scene, and the American flag is waving. It's <laughs> like post 9-11 world, baby. Like, <laughs> why? Oh, uh, and, and then like his the whole you know venom. Well, that's for our veteran donor. Like. <laughs> You know, you know, shout out. Thank you for the troops, for your support. Um, I hope you're just, enjoying Spider-Man 3. It was just so gratuitous. It felt like a Michael Bay shot of the American oh, flag. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But finally, Mary Jane saves herself in this movie. Um, I'm going to be fair. In the Sandman, it's just muscle and a father, and there's no other character development. So what are you saving yourself from? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I also love that the idea for the series is like, oh, we're going to kill Spider-Man. That's the way to end the series. Right? We're just going to kill him. Um... But the Green Goblin is finally going to help, finally, because he's finally on the right page. His BMF, go for you, James Franco. Five for you, James Franco. <laughs> but these guys, Venom and Mr. Sandman, they just won't die, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Um, I just I don't even know what to say with this, this movie. I'm literally just like... like it, it's just the whole, the whole fight... The initial, like, two-on-one fight I thought was okay. And then the, I, it, it made sense, you know, the, the, again, the, their, their team-up. Like, if I'm analyzing it from, like, a tag team, like, wrestling thing or whatever, yeah. you know, if it's two-on-one, obviously you have the advantage. But if the one is really good, you have to be smart. And they were smart to, like, you know, Venom's holding him down. Sandman's gonna fucking pound on him and shit. So, like, it, it made sense in the way that it was done. And then, obviously, you know... And the goblin comes in, you know, pumpkin bombs blazing, blowing out the Sandman shoulder. Yeah. And I'm like, I just remember thinking, how how much does that actually hurt the Sandman? Yeah. It's like, if any, I feel like it would annoy him, but he's just like screaming and yelling and I think like he collapses or something. And you're like something in those bombs. So that's the thing. It's like we never even established the Sandman's weakness. He just mm-hmm. sort of like... Well, I mean... I, turned into mud with water so that was pretty weak yeah i guess i i don't know but it, it but then it seemed like it didn't that didn't even really do yeah. anything like he was just then he just became mud man so mm-hmm. it was just like a transfer of elements but i'm also like they try to do this like whole sob story for him the whole time and it like doesn't work because it's like 
we're not here to feel bad for the Sandman, right? It's okay for us to hate the Sandman as the video. Like, we don't need this whole, like, oh, he's stealing money for his girl. Because first off, why didn't just work for it? Like, it was the, I mean, I understand the job market is bad sometimes, but there's also, like, there's other ways to go about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So that's not even a good enough reason. But also, like, if this is the Sandman's anti-hero movie and, and that's what we want to focus on, then there we can feel bad for him, right? Or if he was, like, a one-off villain again. But we, like, don't need it. He could just be a Frankenstein, mm-hmm. right? Like, we don't need the whole feel sad thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically, freaking Harry gets impaled, and he's like, he's, it's rough, man. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty rough. Um, and and then they learn, like, that aliens don't like sound waves because well, that, sound well, that, is powerful. I mean, no, well, that's, yeah. can, that's canon. That, yeah. That's always been Venom's weakness it's but it's, the way they do this, it is very oh no yeah like dropped yeah. in like, exposition like yeah. the sonic waves are, yeah. of all of that i think that's cool because i do think there is like scientific studies about how sound is very powerful mm-hmm. and then i've like read all these theories about when the police sirens go those sirens are at they're like made to control you in a mm-hmm. way they are at a pitch that you pay attention like and they were so the way that we have police sirens and everything and like firefighter sirens all of these sightings for a while, they, that sound is a frequency that for humans, like, it is like a control sound for you to, like, do something in a bit. Like, it is a very weird, it is like a sound cue. And it's yeah. not just because, oh, we were told to do that. It is like the sound itself. It's uh-huh. freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Also, I thought it was such a homo moment when they were, like, asking him to take off the suit. When he's, like, asking Venom to take it off. So, take off your suit. <laughs> take it off. Jesus. Get vulnerable. Uh, and then Venom dies in an explosion. What a waste. I what a fucking waste. hated that. What a waste. It was, it was so... St- They'd kill everybody off so you won't see him again. Like, it was so stupid. And he just lets him go. Yeah. He lets the Sandman yeah. go. Because Peter's not a murderer. Also, I don't know why the Sandman was talking. So There's just so much. And it's just like... I just don't feel sorry. I don't mm-hmm. feel sorry. And then they like keep trying to say that like Peter is a murderer and whatever. And I guess he like technically. It's I mean, like, he in his head he was pushed to that point. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Revenge. It's not great. It's not great. It's um, not good. <laughs> also, for me, it's like they're a charity. They live in New York, fucking city. There are charities for sick kids, like for the Sandman's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and we also, we never know what disease she has in this entire movie of that. And I'm like, I kind of feel like... We needed to know. Yeah, but especially because you brought it up five times, Mr. Screenwriter. So tell me, what, what disease, does she, have? does she have a disease? What is it? Do you know? Well, because that- when we see her, she's like walking in with a cane and I think she's carrying like an oxygen tank or something. Yeah. So I, I don't really what remember off the top of my head, but like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. is it? What is it? Hmm? Did you forget to write that in? I think you did, didn't you? <laughs> Some disease, we don't know what it is, question mark. I don't know. Uh, I forget. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, I my summary is that forgiveness is the greatest responsibility and power of all. <laughs> that is all you could do. Um, poor Harry got just super beat up in this movie. Yep. Um, and, and he got, it's stupid, to, I feel stupid to say it, but he got his closure, honestly. Yeah. But it was. A funeral emo boy. It was, it was just done in such, in such a terrible way. I. I I would have written Harry Osborn out of this movie. He didn't need to be in this movie. He, be. he was already so much in the other one. And James mm-hmm. Franco just did not do a good job with this guy at all. He just really... Mm-hmm. This is some really bad acting. Was, I can't... It, yeah. I'd have to go look more at his career to say, is James Franco a good actor? I haven't liked his portrayal of the Joker. 
I haven't. I know people like applaud him, and I think usually say so. He's the like, Joker. Oh. The when he was in Suicide Squad, right? That was him. No, that was Jared Leto. Oh fuck! I think there was the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jared Leto was the Joker in okay. Suicide Squad. They, but basically, I feel like he his performance of Harry was the same as Jared Leto's The Joker, mm-hmm. and it's like the same vibe, and it like doesn't work. But I feel like it 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 it's different in the way that Jared Leto's Joker had pretty big shoes to fill. You know, you had Jack Nicholson's Joker was phenomenal. Heath Ledger's Joker was fucking transcending. And then you're like, okay, I have to live up to that. With Franco, no one had ever played Harry Osborn before. It was a blank fucking slate. He was going to set the bar. He set the bar really low. Yeah, it was rough. I don't. I don't know. It ha- and part of me is like, is the direction? Because I feel like I've seen Franco in good stuff. Yeah, like, I, 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 like- I think he's. It, it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like, it needs to be the right story. Yeah. It needs to be the right tone for him because he can only. I feel like he can only play certain things like really well. Yeah. But like, I, I wouldn't. Not even one note. Like, he. You know, all the stuff that he does with Seth Rogen. He's a great comedic actor. Mm-hmm. He's very funny. Yeah. And, and there's like a dryness to the way that he carries himself where he's almost serious, but it's still fucking funny. Yeah. And that's the thing is like there, this character felt like when he plays Harry, it feels so shallow. It doesn't feel, mm-hmm. it feels like he's playing, playing a mockery of a rich boy. Right. And, and that's, I feel like for me, as far as like just overall performances of, um, spider of the Spider-Man trilogy, the Raimi trilogy, it's like Defoe's performance was the best one in Spider-Man. One. Oh yeah, absolutely. Alfred Molina's performance was the best one. In Spider-Man 2. And I feel like it's because both of those, like, really, they looked at these characters as people. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not just cartoon characters. There's, there's a ton of, there's a ton of shit. Well, you're you doing live action. You have to. You and have then, to bring in the people. And then, like, in the first Spider-Man, I didn't feel to- like Tobey Maguire did that. I felt like in Spider-Man 2, he was kind of starting to do that because it was a more, it was, it was more character building yeah. for Peter with everything that he was doing and giving up Spider-Man. Fucking three, we just threw everything and, out. And that's the thing. It's like, it felt like everyone went back to the mentality of Spider-Man 1. It's like, no, we're not growing. You, you progressed, you progressed. It's Don't like, it. yeah. no, it's like, no, we got to go back. Why? Uh, reasons. Okay. Yeah. And so, then I will say though, is I, I didn't, I just should look this up, but is Kristen Nuts really singing at the end of this? Because if she is, it's a fucking great voice. And I, 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 I want to say yes. I think, I would assume. I want to give her the credit and say yes. Yeah, because it's, it was good. I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, she hasn't been in a musical yet. I'm shook. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least a musical that I know of. I'll have to look at her IMDb. It's probably so long. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then we end up with some silly narration. Everybody dies, but only some die. Hero, um, <laughs> pretty much. Hero, I guess. Uh, but also, and this this was the first of the Raimi trilogy that it didn't end on him swinging through the city. Oh. It ended with them holding hands. Yeah, because there's got to be some love and maybe after all the death. So, yeah, I guess. But oh, all right, we're done. We're free. <laughs> Would you like to plug anything after this uh, terrible movie? <laughs> <laughs> here's like here's I, I, I I'm like I'm not one of those like I'm definitely one of those people who who bash on this movie because there's a lot to bash on but I feel like it's a movie that has so many things that work that were just put in the wrong order like each of these storylines could have each of these two storylines could have been their own movie P- Peter and Mary Jane Venom boom that makes sense as a movie you get your character progression you get you get character a character being mirrored in the villain in a way that we haven't never seen before where like they're equal in strength they're equal in power they're equal in everything but who they are personally that's why like you take Harry out of out of, out of that movie yeah you bring him back for the fourth one you've given him time to be away 
you've given him time to grow. You've given him time to embrace what he what his father's become. I also become. just think that like and you can here's even use the thing send, too is like mm-hmm. you should have either done you could have I would have maybe seen Team Harry okay move Venom into the second movie to and move Doc Ock to this make Doc mm-hmm. the third movie. And team, because then you could team Harry with Venom to do the picture thing. Because I do think that that is like a little bit interesting to like mm-hmm. fuck with Peter's life, yeah. right? And to do this thing, and it's his best friend. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you could still do the Harry stuff. You could still play with the Mary Jane things and these like weird things. All of that could have been in the second movie, and then pulled the Doc Ock storyline to here and added in Peter's like. And honestly, like yeah. I would. So for me, like my the whole, my whole like my my whole little Spider Man three and four pitch, is like if you take Harry out of this one, you give the audience time to be like, you know, where is he? What's he doing? Because there was that tease at the end of Spider Man two. Oh yeah. So you bring him in, you bring him back for four, make him the main villain, and like you you mentioned before, Sandman was basically hired hustle. Yeah. It makes sense for Harry to team up with somebody. It, yeah. It, it, he's gonna hire him. I will pay to take care of your daughter. Uh-huh. I will pay to make sure she gets all the care in the world. But you fuck with you, Peter you, Parker. You yeah. have to do this, and he in the Sandman. And the Sandman's a villain that, as like, okay, you need to get in there and fuck. You're fucking with his life. Mm-hmm. I want him broken mentally, physically, emotionally, and you know he's a character that can do that. He can slip through shit. You know he can fuck with little things to like build to just that yeah. break. You can steal the ring, and you yeah. can obviously be physically imposing, and then you know, and you can kind of build him. You, that's where you can build the sympathy. He's doing all these terrible things, but he's doing it for his daughter who's yeah. been who's being who should actually he, he, have a disease that we name and like she's either being threatened by the guy he's working for you know she's either gonna die or she's gonna live and it's totally up to you I will pay for everything but if you don't do this I'm gonna kill her and he has the ability to do that and that's where all those characters get used in a way that makes sense that makes them sympathetic and makes the movies more impactful and more watchable yeah for sure oh. so yeah as far as like <laughs> plugs I've you know I'm hosting my own podcast, Laugh Riot. You know, we're talking about comedy history and stuff. Um, yeah, we I mean, you know, you can look us up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, wherever and, you and, find podcasts. Exactly, wherever you find podcasts. Awesome. Yeah, it's super fun. If you ever want to know the history of comedy and why things are the way they are, why Spider Man 3 was made, it's all traced <laughs> back to Al's podcast. Amazing. Yeah. No pressure. It's all there. It's, it's all, all there. All the history of why. Why Spider-Man even had a chance? Spider-Man 3 even had a chance. It's back in the history of comedy. <laughs> Laugh Riot. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry that it was about Spider-Man 3. I know we shouldn't talk about it. It's like that really should be the Fight Club. Slogan <laughs> is applied to Spider-Man 3. But anyway, I'll leave Al's links. Sebastian, sorry I call him two names because this is who I am. But um, I'll leave his links below, my links below. Obviously, this podcast makes zero money currently. I would like for it to make money so I can pay my guest and do more cool things with it. Uh, so if you have the means to donate, cool. You should do it. And thanks. Uh, keep listening. And we have like a couple more Spider-Man content coming for you guys. And then we're going to do other things. Uh, so stay tuned. Bye. Have a good one.